Thanks for listening to the Valley Point Church Podcast. We hope it's a blessing to you. You may be seated. I want to welcome you as well to Valley Point Church. Good morning. My name is Eric. I'm one of the pastors here, and it is truly a joy to experience this day with you. I want to begin by reading some words from Psalm 136. I believe this to be a profound paragraph in scripture that gives us some insight into the love of God and how it's something that endures. It lasts, even if we don't necessarily feel like we're receiving it, it is something that is there and it exists, it continues for us. The author of this particular psalm is anonymous. We have no idea who it is, but yet They seem to be driving home a single point about the love of God. I want to read this in a responsive way this morning, which means that I'll read a line, and then when you see bold print, I want you to read that together. Okay? Here we go. Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. All right, so here's the deal. I have watched some of you at sporting events, and I know you bring some passion and energy to those things. We're talking about the love of God here and how it endures, and this is your repeating line. You get to say it several times. So I want you to raise the energy a little bit, all right? Here we go. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. That's great. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. To him who alone does great wonders, who by his understanding made the heavens, who spread out the earth upon the waters, who made the great lights, the sun to govern the day, the moon and stars to govern the night. Now, this goes on for several verses with a phrase and then this repeated line, God's love, it endures forever. We're going to skip a few verses and go to verse 26, which says, give thanks to the God of heaven because his love endures forever. Great job. I want you to take out your talk notes. Will you do that? And we're going to begin with our big idea I don't believe this will be a surprise to you. Here it is. God's love endures forever. That's the love of God. It endures forever. That word endures has the idea of it continues. It persists. It remains. So when we think about the love of God, this is something that remains. It it persists. It endures God's love endures forever. That's quite a statement because there aren't too many things in life that last forever, but the love of God, it endures, it lasts. I believe Valley Point Church is a testament to the enduring love of God. And I want to think through that a bit this morning. We're in a series right now called Seasons. And today I want to think through our current church season and what that means for us today, but also 
how that impacts our future. Today is going to be a bit different than what I would normally do on a regular Sunday. So on a normal Sunday, I stand up here or somebody else and we give a talk, we give a sermon and we open up scripture, we unpack some words there and then we discover here's what God says, here's what he wants for us, here's how we can line our lives up with his declared word. And then we provide some application points. Big idea, paragraph of scripture, and then some takeaways. That's our teaching formula. And that happens just about every Sunday. I'm sure you're used to that by now. Big idea, paragraph, and takeaways. I hope you're benefiting from that and sensing that you're growing in your understanding of what God's word teaches as well as your ability to use that in your life on a daily basis. I hope that's helpful to you. Today I'm going to stray from that for a little bit because I have some updates that I want to share with you during this particular church season. If you've been at Valley Point for a while, I hope you find all of this to be very encouraging. God's love endures forever. He is using us, and I believe he's doing something very unique and special right here in and through our faith community. So that's very exciting. And if you've been here for a while, sometimes we forget about that. We just kind of come in and out, and we forget about what God is up to through this place. And so I want to talk about that a little bit, and I hope you have a renewed sense of joy in your heart for how God works right in this place. If you are new or newer to Valley Point, well, this is a great day for you to be here because you're going to pick up on our heartbeat and how we operate a little bit. And I hope that's helpful to you as you think about making this church your faith home. So I'm glad you're here. If you're watching online, thank you for joining us. I have been looking forward to this day and just sharing these updates with you because there's some special things that are happening. Since it's a different day, I want to give you the outline for how this is going to work. So all of the teachers in the room, you love, where are we going? You want to know, so get your pens out. Here we go. I'm going to start by talking to you about my glass of water. That's where we will begin. That's point number one. And then we're going to move from that to review our vision. I think it's so incredibly important to constantly review what are we doing, why do we do that, how do we do that, and when do we know we're winning, when do we know we're succeeding. So I want to ring that bell a little bit about our vision here at Valley Point Church. Then I have a staff update to share with you. And then, get this, perhaps the most exciting part of the day, I have an announcement about announcements Yay, that's a thrilling thing. So we'll talk a little bit about announcements and I'll get to that. And then I'll conclude by talking about master planning here at Valley Point Church and what that looks like as we move into our future. So glass of water, vision, staff update, announcements, and then master planning. Does that make sense? Everybody's still with me? Okay. Let's begin with this particular glass of water. So often, when you read scripture, 
you come across incredible stories. Stories of God's generosity and provision. And sometimes that's for an individual. Sometimes it's for a family. Sometimes it's for an entire nation. But all of these dramatic stories in Scripture, and if you just begin reading from the front cover to the back, narrative after narrative of God doing some pretty special things. Whenever I read these stories, there are two things that happen on the inside of me. The first thing that happens is I'm just inspired so much by a big God who seems to have this wonderful ability to come in at the right moment and do what often seems impossible. When the situation is bleak, when there is no hope, God often does his best, most creative work, and the situation turns around, and we love these stories. And so I just get a big picture of what God can do and how much he loves through these incredible stories. So that's one of the things that happens on the inside. The second thing that happens for me is I long to see that in my own life. Do you know what I mean? You read these incredible stories about God's provision and what he did and how he worked, and wow, that's incredible. I want God to do something like that in me or in my family or in my faith community. I long to see God act, and we get the stories and we understand God did some incredible things way back in the day, and it's recorded for us. But what about now? What about today? What about me and my needs, my family, and our church? So I love reading these stories because I'm inspired by a big God, and wow, he did some amazing things. But then there's this longing on the inside to say, I want to see God do something like that again. I want to see him work again. So my glass of water is a reminder of something that God has done for us. An incredible provision by God. He did something for us that we could not do on our own. And as a church, we prayed and prayed and prayed for water. And God came through. And I don't want us to ever forget about the miracle of God's provision. So the glass of water. Basically, as a church, we grew to the point where we said, it'd be great to come back to this piece of property and to build a permanent home. We have been on this property for many years. The church built the office building, what is now our office building, many years ago in the 70s and met there up until 2005. And then the church grew to the point where they said, hey, we probably need to expand and build. They weren't really able to do that on the property at the time, and the Garnet Valley Middle School became available. And so we moved there in 2005 with hopes of coming back to this piece of property. We walked through some other transitions as a church, and through the amazing provision of God, in 2017, a little bit longer, probably than what everybody anticipated and what everybody wanted, we were able to build a permanent home. But when we started the process, there wasn't a lot of hope. 
We had a significant challenge for building on this property. There was no public infrastructure. We functioned off of a well for water and sewer, but to build something of this size, it required public infrastructure. And that did not exist on this property and really doesn't exist on Bethel Road here. And so we began to say, well, let's bring infrastructure. That's what we have to do in order to have a building, right? Well, that takes a tremendous amount of work. And so we began to do that work and ran into hurdle after hurdle in terms of bringing water to this property. And so we really made it a matter of prayer. And if you were a part of this, you'll remember that we often prayed for years. God, bring a solution. We're not exactly sure how to make all of this work in a cost-effective way. And how do we get public infrastructure to this property? And so we prayed and prayed and prayed some more. And we did hard work and still no solutions. And so we prayed and we prayed and we prayed some more. In the process, we wondered if God maybe wanted us on another piece of property because it seemed like it might not happen here, that we just wouldn't be able to bring infrastructure. And so we looked at other property, and God continued to close those doors as well because he wanted us here. What happened is that prayer and faith and hard work came together in God's unique timing, which is never our timing. It's always his. Prayer, faith, and hard work came together. And God brought infrastructure to this piece of property at the right time. And he did something that we could not accomplish on our own. And in a very unique and creative way, there is now water flowing all over this property Sunday through Saturday. And I don't want us to ever forget about God's provision and how he did something for us. Because yeah, we read these stories and say, God is great. Wouldn't it be wonderful if he did that stuff again? And he has. He has. And we are a testament to that. If you have ever doubted that God works, or if God listens, or if God answers prayer, he did it for us in a pretty astounding way. Every time you take a drink from that water fountain, every time you drink coffee made by water here on this property, Every time you wash your hands, every time you flush the toilet, right? May we be reminded that God did something for us that we could not accomplish on our own. And I don't want us to ever forget the great provision of God for us. So will you help me take just a moment and thank and praise God for what he's done for us? By the way, it tastes pretty good. It really does. So cheers to all of you. Let's not forget the provision of God because here's the deal. That was a great step, a very challenging step of faith for us as a church and a lot of doubt along the way with that whole process. 
But we stand here today, we worship, we pray, we sing. We're loving our new home. And so we stand on how God provided in the past. And I believe there will probably be scarier steps of faith in the future. And you know what? We'll be able to look back and say, it's okay. It's okay. Because God already provided for us when we didn't have a solution and we couldn't manufacture it on our own. God came through and he'll do it again. And so we stand on faith steps in the past to help propel us into the future, thanking God all the way for what he has done. So every time we drink, we wash, whatever we do on this property with water, let's be reminded of the incredible provision of God. He came through for us. Amazing. Okay. That brings me to a vision reminder. I think we have to constantly remind ourselves what we're doing. Every organization should do this. If we don't, we tend to drift in mission. And when we drift in mission, we can find ourselves in a lot of trouble. And perhaps we started out doing this thing over here, but if we don't remind ourselves of what we're doing and why, sometimes we can end up way over here, not even paying attention to the original mission. And so I want to ring the bell a little bit of vision and mission again. You can see our vision map on the screens. What are we doing as a church? Well, our mission is pointing people to real relationships and real significance. We want everybody who walks through the doors of this place to know they can have a real relationship with God. He loves us deeply, and his love endures forever. And he sent his son to die on our behalf. And when we trust in him alone to rescue us, we can enter into that forever friendship with God. We want everybody to know that, a real relationship with God. You can also have a real relationship with other people. And both of those things are vitally important. And so pointing people to real relationships, and guess what? We have one life that has been given to us. Let's use it to do significant things. Yesterday, just so proud of our church to see many people come out for our Serving Love Day. Here at 8.30 on a Saturday morning, we shared a breakfast together, and then we went out to a few different organizations in our communities around us, and we did some repair work and restoring. We had a great time. People using their time for social justice and for doing something significant. I love that, and we do these things all of the time because we need to use the life that's been given to us for significance. So that's what we're doing, pointing people to real relationships and real significance. Why do we do that? Well, it's because we value truth, people, generosity, and location. Truth, we believe the word of God to be God's inspired words to us. And so we look to it and we spend time unpacking it and using it in our lives. We value truth. We value people. Everybody matters to God. Everybody. It doesn't matter who they are or their background or what has happened to them or even what they believe. doesn't matter. All people made in the image of God. Image bearers. And we value all people based on that alone. And we welcome them and serve them in every possible way. We also value generosity. God is incredibly generous. And so because he is generous, we can hold 
what he has entrusted to us, it's not our stuff. It's not our stuff. It's his, and he's given it to us for a season to manage, and so we can hold all of that with open hands and freely share. And then we value our location. We love where we are planted and everywhere we live, work, and play. We need to be on mission there. So that's the why. Truth, people, generosity, and location, these are things we value. Now, how do we accomplish all of that? We do three things here at Valley Point. Very simple. We worship, we connect, and go. And that's it. We pour all of our time and our creativity and our financing into those areas. We worship, we connect, and we go. If something doesn't fit into that grid, we kindly say no to that. We want to stay in this lane. So here's how we know we're successful. It's when worship is a lifestyle. When we find ourselves responding to the greatness of God outside of this room on Monday through Saturday, when we catch ourselves praying or singing or reading or just being thankful to God for what he's done, that's worship becoming a lifestyle in us. And whenever we see that, we're winning. Everybody likes to win, right? Okay, maybe not. Everybody likes to win, right? We do. So when we find worship becoming a lifestyle in us beyond Sunday, we're winning. That's a beautiful thing. When connect is a priority, like when I want to get with other people, when I want to serve them, or when I'm walking through a difficult season and people are serving me, that's connecting being a priority and we know we're winning then. And it's when go is a passion, when I'm ready to serve the communities around me or the world at large, when I go on a compassion trip, when I'm just passionate about going and being a bright light, that's when I know that I am winning. So this is our vision map, pointing people to real relationships and real significance. I just wanna ring this bell a little bit once more to remind us of what we're doing, why we do that, how we do it, and when we will know that we are winning because winning is fun. Winning is fun. So let's win together, okay? That brings me to a staff update. Since moving into our new home last December, that's when we moved into our building here, we have grown by 32% as a church. In the church world, that's really big numbers. And that certainly exceeded all of my expectations and thoughts and plans about our growth. We now have a facility to manage. And we had that before, but it's certainly expanded now. Systems are much more complex. And there is an operation side to our organization that has grown tremendously. And I'll be honest with you and say that's been overwhelming to me. And here's why. I'm a pastor. That's what I am. I think about the future. I network with our communities and build relationships to see how we as a church can serve others. I read commentaries and study Greek words. I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. That's who I am. That's just what I do. I am not a business person. I'm just not. I'm a pastor not a business person, but the business side of our organization has taken on a whole new life with our growth and with our facilities. And it became a burden of mine to say, we want the operation side to function well. 
That has to work. If that doesn't work, then the ministry side has problems as well. And we won't be able to serve people effectively or look at the communities around us because we'll be lagging in certain areas and have to give attention to that. So there's this sense where the operation side of who we are as an organization and the ministry side both need attention and they need to work together so that we can point people to real relationships and real significance. So this became a burden on my heart. I began to pray about it. Here's what happened. Rich Kirk is someone who has been part of Valley Point Church for 14 years now. He's had a career at ACOM in Princeton, New Jersey as an engineer managing projects and doing several other things for the past 47 years. That's what he has done. Rich was eyeing retirement in another two to three years when the company approached him and said, we'd like to offer you an early retirement. So Rich came to me and said, would you just pray about this with me? I want to do what is best for my family, and I just like clarity in knowing whether I should take the early retirement or keep working for a few more years. And so I said, yeah, I'd be glad to pray about that with you. And so we prayed together. Rich came back a little bit later and said, I've decided to take the early retirement. It's a good thing for me, and I'm going to step into that. And now I'm wondering, what does God want me to do? What's next? And I said, well, that, that's funny because I have been praying about this director of operations role here and sorry to pray you out of a 47-year job, perhaps, but someone like you is really needed here. And would you consider joining our team to help with business operations? And Rich said, you know what? I would love to be involved in working at a place that I love and talking about Valley Point Church. And so we walked through our process just like we would do for any other hire here at Valley Point Church. And I am proud to say that we now have a director of operations who will oversee building and grounds, contracts, vendors, and other business-related items. Rich brings a wealth of experience to this job, and I'm very excited that he will now be joining our team. I'd like for him to come and just pray for our church right now. So will you welcome our new Director of Operations, Rich Kirk. (laughs) Kind of a funny thing about Rich, when I began to talk to him, he said, you know what, I haven't interviewed for a job in 47 years. I don't even know how this works anymore. But we had a great time and welcome to the team. I'm excited about working with you. you And have just asked Rich to pray for our operations and our ministry and ask God to bless our church. Thank you. Dear Lord, we just thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to serve you. And I feel so blessed to be able to do the type of work that I love in a place I love, Valley Point Church, and for you, God, um, the God that I love. As we go through this new exciting season at Valley Point Church, I just pray, Lord, that you receive all of the honor and glory for all that you do here. Lord, I, I pray that, that we will see all of the things that you do, and we just thank you for being able to allow us to be a part of this amazing journey. 
Father, we ask you to use us. We ask you to guide us. We ask you to move us out of the way as you help to build this church here. And we pray that, that you will help us bring the people in this community to real relationships with real significance. Father, we, we love you. We honor you. We ask you to walk alongside us as we build this church. And we ask all of these things in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. If you'd like to know a little bit more about Rich, there is a bio sheet at the Just For You table, as well as a job description. So if those things interest you, please grab that information and you can read all about Rich. Will you help me welcome him to our team one more time? (laughs) Okay, I can get back to reading commentaries and studying Greek words right now, so that's a lot of fun. Okay. Let me make an announcement about announcements, speaking of fun. So here's the deal. In the weeks to come, we want to announce less. We do. We want to use this time here. We have 60 minutes every Sunday. And we want to use this time to really focus on singing and praying and diving into scripture and discovering what God has to say. In the meantime, though, there's a lot of activity at Valley Point Church, and as we've grown, there's more stuff happening, and so we know people need to be aware of what's taking place, and how do I sign up, and how can I participate in something, and so I want to encourage you right now to take out your connection card, do that. We need to make sure that we have your updated email. If you don't know if we have that or not, just put it down. And I think there is a box you can check there about updated information that will alert the team that walks through the connection cards that this is some new information here and they'll be able to compare and check to see if we have that information. Here's why we need your email. Every Thursday or every Friday, one of those two days, I send out a church-wide email that goes to about 1,400 people. Now, I know only about 450 of you are opening that email. All right, so we need to see that rise a little bit because this is going to be our primary way to get information to you. So make sure we have your updated email address if you have not been receiving that email on Thursday or Friday. Then make sure it's coming to your inbox and I don't even know how to tell you to make sure that's happening. Other people who are very smart and have a background in IT can help you with that. Just make sure you're getting it because we want you to have this information, okay? So make sure we have your updated email as we are going to be sharing less on Sunday morning about stuff and details so that we can commit time to the word of God. Also, when you come in on Sunday mornings, on the screens, there is information rolling about events. And so pay attention to that. You can also check out the church calendar at valleypointchurch.com. All of the information is there as well. I want to encourage you to take ownership of this. Make sure you are reading the emails. By the way, I know that's a pain. I get about 10 emails a week from the schools. Now, teachers, please close your ears. I I delete all of those emails. I I don't have time. Don't do that with the Valley Point email. I'm hoping my wife gets the same emails from the school and she'll 
let me know what's happening, and she does a great job with that. So don't delete the Valley Point email. Read through it. Take a few minutes and do that. Make sure you're watching the slides on the screens here as you come into the building, and then check out the church calendar so you are aware of what's happening here, okay? I need your help with that. Thank you. That brings me to our last item, which is master planning. Many new people are calling Valley Point Church home, and that's so exciting. And we welcome everyone here, and we're thankful for what God is doing in this place. In the process of construction, we had a very unique opportunity come our way that we were not planning on or really thinking would potentially ever happen. And that is, we had the wonderful opportunity to buy our neighboring property. And you can see on the screens here, there's the Valley Point original 6.7 acres. That's where this building currently sits. And that picture is before our home was even here. But that's the original land. In the process of construction, we also acquired the neighboring 4.23 acres, which is a wonderful thing because we now have expanded property. Right now, that property is leased and someone is living in that home, and we do not use it for church purposes. We felt leasing it would give us a little bit of time to figure out what does God want us to do on all of this acreage. The elder team thought it was important to revisit our master plan. We do have a master plan for the 6.7 acres that includes expanding this building and adding a few other pieces, but we don't really have any type of plan for the additional 4.2 acres. So the elder team thought it would be prudent to revisit that master plan and say, let's think and let's dream and let's pray about how we can wisely use all of the acreage that God has given to us. And so that team has been put together and I wanna introduce that master planning team to you. It includes Mary Pat Kling, Jen Perez, Ron Designer, myself, and Rich Kirk. I would ask that you pray for us as we assimilate all kinds of information, as we talk to elders and staff and other leaders about what does God potentially want to see happen on this property? And how can it be used not just for Valley Point Church, but what's the greater need in the surrounding area? And how can we provide solutions for that? So all of this is rolling around with the team right now. Please pray for that process. Our desire and our goal is to come back with a master plan at some point in 2019 and say, okay, here's how God's gonna use all of this property to point people to real relationships and real significance. So I wanted to share that with you to know we are thinking and dreaming and excited about future expansion. We want to do that in a wise, efficient way. So we're master planning again. Please pray for that team. Okay, Psalm 67. The first two verses, it reads very much like a benediction and I'm almost done. So we could almost use this as our closing prayer. Really fascinating words. May God be merciful and bless us. May his face smile with favor on us. May your ways be known throughout the earth. 
your saving power among people everywhere. It's a great thought, a great prayer. May God be merciful and bless us. This is something I've been asking God for Valley Point Church, that he'd be merciful and bless us, and we're seeing that. It's a great thing. May his face smile with favor on us. God has given our church favor in the surrounding communities and in places around the world. It's amazing. And may your ways be known throughout the earth, your saving power among people everywhere. I believe verse two can happen when a faith community decides to be humble before God and say, use us, use us and what we have, resources, talents, land. God, just use us to help people come into a loving relationship with Jesus. Just use us. So here's the deal as I think about that particular psalm. The communities around us desperately need a faith community that has an outward focus and is willing to take bold steps of faith while completely relying upon God. By God's grace and with his strength, let's be that faith community, okay? With an outward focus, ready to take the next bold step of faith while completely relying upon God. Our communities desperately need that. Let's be that type of church. Two takeaways. Number one, if you have been part of Valley Point for a bit, allow yourself to be overwhelmed again. Okay, we get used to this. That's just kind of the way it is. Let's be overwhelmed again with the truth that God's love endures forever. He is with us. Just an incredible thought. God is with us and he's he's using us. He's using us. Secondly, if you are newer to Valley Point, I would encourage you to unpack your bags and make this your faith home. Become an owner. Become an owner. And let's travel together. Let's journey together to reach the crowd around us. And we do all of that. We do all of that. Because God's love endures forever. Will you pray with me? Father, we are thankful for time today to think about how your love is something that endures forever. Not much lasts forever, but your love does. And so we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing in this place. God, I think about past provision. The infrastructure you brought to this piece of property, that was a big challenge and a big step of faith. But you met us and here we are, just seeking to honor you. God, I believe you have more big steps of faith in the future. That will be scary. 
and may cause us to shrink back a bit and say, maybe it's too much. God, I pray that you'd give us the fortitude to look to you and stand with confidence that you have met us in the past and you have provided substantially. And you can do it again. You can. And may stories that are a part of our narrative remind us of that. Your love, it endures. God, I thank you for the opportunity to add someone to our team who's going to help us keep moving forward. And I pray that you'd bless Rich as he focuses on operations. And may the operation side and the business side and the ministry side of Valley Point just keep us moving forward. And God, I pray for the master planning team as they package thoughts and ideas and as they find a firm that can help us assimilate all of this information. I pray that would be a great thing that would just enable us to wisely use the resources you've given to our church. So God, we just place all of this before you. Help us to remain very humble and help us to keep looking out and finding needs where we live, work, and play and help us to meet those needs and be on mission every single day. Thank you for how you are blessing us. May your face continue to shine upon us. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. If you call Valley Point Church home or would like to make a donation, please go to valleypointchurch.com slash online giving. If you're in need of prayer, we would love to serve you in that way. Send us a message at prayer at valleypointchurch.com. Be blessed.